Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Greens. Welcome back. We're spending this first week of October talking logic fails. We got it started Monday with the slippery slope. Yesterday, we explored false cause. Today, we're weighing the burden of proof. It's the fallacy that brings about witch hunts. In 1950, when America had reached the peak of its anti-communist views, so much so that if anyone was suspected of harboring communist views of any kind, they were sometimes incarcerated and often blacklisted, or as we call it in modern times, canceled. TED-Ed educator Elizabeth Cox recounts that Senator Joseph McCarthy claimed to have a list of 205 communists in the U.S. who were influencing government policy. The Senate formed a committee to investigate McCarthy's claims. McCarthy named his first case against prominent lawyer, judge, and activist Dorothy Kenyon. He accused her of membership to 28 organizations that were communist fronts. Newspapers around the country rushed to her defense, pointing out her vocally anti-communist record. The Senate committee scheduled a hearing anyway, and she had just five days to prepare. Cox explains that the legislators were falling prey to a type of ignorance, assuming that a claim is true because it hasn't been proven false. The claim being Senator McCarthy's accusations against Judge Kenyon, for which he provided no legitimate evidence. In fact, some of the so-called communist organizations he accused her of joining don't even exist. Cox goes on to say, to assume a claim is true because it hasn't been proven false ignores many other possibilities that it hasn't been proven false yet, that it can't be proven true or false, or that it isn't completely true or completely false. That's just to name a few. This leads to a handy rule of thumb. The burden of proof lies with the person making the claim. In other words, you make the claim, you supply the proof. Cox provides the example. If someone told you aliens exist, would you head off to find proof that they don't exist? Of course not you tell that person to show you the UFO. The same applies when someone makes a claim that contradicts an established consensus. So when all the available evidence suggests one thing, the burden of proof has been fulfilled. If you disagree, it becomes your responsibility to prove otherwise. On July 17, 1950, the Senate subcommittee officially dismissed all charges against Kenyon. Then in 1954, the Senate formally disciplined McCarthy. He served out the rest of his term, but would never again be elected to public office. Because of his widespread anti-communist influence, hundreds of people were incarcerated and thousands lost their jobs. This fear-based anti-communism movement wasn't the only witch hunt in history. There were the actual witch hunts, where women were accused of being witches and tasked with proving that they weren't. Of course, how would someone ever prove that they were not a witch? We can look back at these moments in history and scoff at the ignorance. But if we take a closer look at some of today's social movements on both sides of the fence, I think we'd see plenty of evidence to suggest we haven't learned our lesson. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day four of our week, Logic Fail. Until then, remember, 
A better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.